Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, so, yeah, so my name is Guy Bailey. Uh, for those of you, I think everybody knows me, but you don't know. Um, and everybody online, too, but hi, hon. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so I uh, lead and serve uh, the kitchen uh, here at Midtown. Um, I'm married to Melissa. Uh, we have four kids, um, Eva, uh, Ren, Jude, Simon. Um, we live here in Midtown. And uh, I do a lot of home renovation. Um, I often run into Archester at Home Depot. Um, so or did like I think it was it was a couple of months. Like every every Saturday morning, I think I ran into you there. Um, I was just talking to him. We were uh, um, I'm trying maybe maybe in vain um, to uh, air seal and insulate my basement. And houses built in the early 1900s uh, are not made uh, for that. Um, so I'll tell you guys in about 10 years if that was a bad mistake or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, sump pump and spray foam and, um, uh, yeah, we'll, like I said, we'll see if it, we'll see if it works out. Uh, like I said, it'll take, take about 10 years. Um, uh, side note, um, did anybody, uh, watch the World Series game last night? Any baseball? I know everybody's football fans here, but anyways, uh, Royals aren't playing, uh, playoff baseball is excellent baseball and, um. Yeah, it was an excellent game. So I would recommend. Uh, my kids are rooting for Tampa Bay in support of uh, Living Faith Tampa. Uh, I'm kind of rooting for L.A. Uh, L.A. got beat by the cheating Astros, and uh, and, uh, and Kershaw has never won a ring, and uh, he's good. I, I think he should. I think he should get a ring, but that's uh, maybe not how it works out. Tampa's never never won. Um, so uh, this morning we are going to um, take a look at what it means. Uh, to be a servant uh, from a biblical perspective. Um, so I just want to say that I'm thankful uh, to God um, that God wants to use you and he wants to use me, um, right? We, we have the opportunity to help him build his kingdom um, and we get to be part of a work that's going to last literally forever. Um, you know, there's, there's few things. Um, um, one of, Chris Bessett, uh, taking servant leadership, uh, class, which just started yesterday, um, it's off to a good start. You should you should sign up and take it if you haven't. Um, but um, you know, he, he he mentioned like, oh yeah, there's 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 people and pastors who've given up millions of dollars and careers and 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 this and that. Um, I say this and that. Um, we like to think that the stuff we have matters, but um, you know, to to serve, right? And um, you know, two seconds into eternity, all that money. Doesn't really matter, right? It's uh, who are you bringing with you? Who uh, who gets to who gets to? Um, yeah, who's who's going to be rejoicing with God um, in eternity? Um, so don't keep keep our keep our focus right. Um, so let's pray and uh, and we'll get started. Lord, uh, we just thank you, God. We thank you for this morning. Um, as Mark said, we thank you for a warm room because it's it's cold and. Um, as I commented on my old house, um, Lord, it's cold. And um, God, we just thank you um, that we get a chance to serve you. We get a chance to um, worship you. God, that it pleases you to use men. Um, would you set me aside? Lord, would you speak through me and use this um, time to encourage, uh, to challenge, uh, to grow us? Um, we love you, Lord. Um, we ask these things in Christ's name. Um, so, uh, the word servant, um, the first time we see it is in Genesis 9.25. Uh, 
Um, if you guys want to turn there, uh, you're welcome to. Um, uh, in Genesis 9.25, uh, Noah says, um, And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall he be unto his brethren. Um, the context of Genesis 9 um, is Noah gets drunk and some bad things happen. Um, and um, and we're, we're repeatedly told that uh, uh, Canaan is the son of Ham. Um, that's an important, important point. But, but the word there means uh, to be a slave. Um, that it's, it's mo- that word is mostly translated as servant uh, over 700 times, uh, but it's also a, a manservant, a bondman, bondage, bondservant. Um, I think uh, the phrase, um, you'll be a servant of servants, um, in the context of our, our body and, and like our motto of uh, every member of minister, we, um, we, get a, we get a chance, like our, our, our leadership, our servants. They are servant leaders, and we get to um, be servant of servants, right? We get to serve under those leaders who are servants. And I, I, I was, I just thought that was a, that was a beautiful picture, um, at least from an inspirational perspective. Um, so uh, another early time, uh, at least uh, chronologically, that, that the word servant comes up is is in Job, uh, in Job one, uh, verses six through eight. Um, it says, "Now there was a day." When the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Um, So just pointing out here that, that God's testimony of Job is that he's a servant. All right, this is a man who uh, who was who was perfect, who was mature in his ways. Um, he's not he's not sinless by any by any stretch, um, as as no one is. Um, but God's testimony of him was was that he was he was perfect, and that he was a servant. Right, he served him. Um, um, so yeah, God brings up uh, Job to Satan, um, and uh, that ends up, at least in the near term, not being a good thing for Job. Um, uh, he loses all of his possessions, most of his family, uh, and then he loses his health. And um, ultimately, Job is restored and blessed, uh, but it, it takes a lot to get there. And then um, I guess know that um, being a servant of God, having a testimony of servant of God, can cost you. Um, and and you got to count that cost. Um, so let's look at uh, kind of two two key servants in the Bible. Um, I will say that servants are everywhere in the Bible, and this is by no means exhaustive. Um, and and uh, yeah, so this is, we'll go from there. Uh, so first one we're going to look at is Moses. Uh, so the first time that Moses is referred to as a servant uh, is when it mentions his death. Um, and I uh, Deuteronomy thirty four five, it says, "So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab according to the word of the Lord." And um, I just point out the picture of that for us in that um, we can become the servants of God when we die, right? We can't, we can't really serve God. Uh, our testimony isn't that we can serve God until we die to ourselves. Um, and, yeah, so I thought that was, thought that was a, a beautiful picture. Uh, so looking at the life of Moses, uh, he was born in a family of slaves. Um, he was miraculously delivered from death. Uh, he murdered a man. 
and became a shepherd until God called him out of that life. Um, Exodus 3, 4 through 5. Um, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh the hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Uh, God used Moses to deliver his people out of bondage from Egypt. Uh, Moses was afraid to speak to Pharaoh, uh, but God ended up giving him his brother Aaron to, to go with him and uh, used the rod of God um, uh, to, as a tool to uh, um, perform many miracles with. Um, after God used Moses to bring the people out of Egypt, God les, led the Israelites through the wilderness and, um, and were led around for 40 years um, until the, the, the murmuring generation died um, and... and uh, Joshua ended up ended up leading them in into the promised land, claiming that promise. Um, and there's a there's awesome awesome study, awesome picture of of uh, uh, Joshua under Moses, um, being that being that leader, being that man, uh, faithful all those years. Um, so uh, so God gave the law through Moses, and uh, when Mo- Moses would go up to the mount to talk to God and receive the law, um, Moses's face would glow. Um, Exodus thirty four. Uh, 30 through 35 says uh, and when Aaron and all his children of Moses uh, I'm sorry and when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses behold the skin of his face shone and they were afraid to come nigh him and Moses called unto them and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him and Moses talked with them and afterward all the children of Israel came nigh and he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake to the children of Israel that which was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone. And Moses put on the veil from his face again, and he went in to speak with him. So, takeaway here is that when we spend time with God, um, we're going to look different than those around us. And that's okay. Um, other people may not understand what God is uh, doing in our lives, uh, but when you have God, you don't need to worry about uh, the, uh, the opinions of men. Uh, God has, has called us to be a, a peculiar people, um, and uh, we, need, we need God to get more of us to shine through us. Right? It's not that, not that we can get any more of God um, when we become, become his children, but, but that God gets more of us. Um, so in everything that Moses did, uh, God was with him. Um, and yet, God's testimony of Moses uh, was that he was the meekest man uh, on the earth. Numbers uh, 12, verse 3, uh, it says, now, now the man Moses was very meek above all men which were upon the face of the earth. Um, and there were many places where Moses uh, could not do the job that God called him to, or didn't want to. Uh, he was afraid to talk, uh, so God gave him Aaron. He wasn't sure how to speak to Pharaoh. Uh, God gave him the rod of God to use and perform miracles. Uh, every place where Moses could not do the job, God supplied what he needed. Uh, Moses needed to show up and obey. Um, and and the whole point, the whole thrust of the Israelites being freed from Egypt was so that they could go and be free uh, to worship and to serve. Um, uh, Exodus uh, 7.16 says, And thou shalt say unto him, that's Pharaoh, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath sent me unto thee, saying, Let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, 
hitherto that would not us here. Um, so we get to be free um, to serve God, right? Which is a it's one of those uh, um, contradictions, you know. In order to in order to really be free, you get to serve. In order to to live, you have to die. Um, it's one of those those great truths that, um, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and one of the cool things um, is that you get to see the growth of a relationship between Moses and God uh, as time progresses. Um, Moses starts off as just someone that God calls, um, and he responds. And it's worth noting that, that responding to God's call is a big deal. Um, uh, most don't don't respond to God's call. Um, uh, you know, I, I've often wondered how many people walk by that burning bush, you know, and uh, Moses... For whatever reason, uh, Moses said, "Here am I," you know, and uh, so that that's every 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 step in obedience is should not be taken lightly. Um, yeah. So when Moses and God first start to talk, it's mostly God telling Moses what to do, uh, but eventually uh, Moses spends more time with God, and they begin to talk as friends. Um, Exodus thirty three uh, eleven says, "And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend." Um, I think uh, as you grow in maturity, you see that play true in your own life. Um, when we when we hear from God through His Bible, and then we communicate with Him through prayer, right? There's there's a two way conversation. It's not when I was when I was first saved. It was um, this is what God said. You believe it. You accept it. Um, but as you grow there becomes a, a two-way, there becomes a relationship. And to see that uh, very practically laid out in the life of Moses, that, hey, I'm going to go up and, and hang out with my friend, you know? And I, not to, not, you know, there's a, there's a culture today of God's my buddy and, you know, all the rest of that that, that is maybe taking that too far. But, but the idea, I think, is, is very real, that um, we get to cry out, Abba, Father. We get to come before him, um, we can just go go boldly in the, in the throne of grace, right? We don't have to um, go through somebody. We have direct access. And um, and as a plug for uh, um, all church retreat, um, Mark Trotter boldly coming in the throne of grace. The 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 picture of um, doing that through using the 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 uh, tabernacle as um, as a model, as it were, um, I think is, is worth checking out if you haven't checked it out. It's excellent. Um, so, let's switch and, uh, and and take a look at the life of Paul. Um, you guys know Paul. He used to be Saul, uh, but he was converted on the road to Damascus. Uh, he was the enemy of God. He thought he was doing God's work, um, as so many do. Um, but he became a model Christian, became the model Christian, uh, after an encounter with Jesus Christ. Paul starts his letter to the Romans declaring to be a servant of God. Uh, Romans 1.1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated under the gospel of God. Um, and, and if we continue reading that, that introduction in Romans, I want to I point out a distinction that Paul makes. Uh, so uh, continuing in verse 2, it um, says, Which we had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead 
by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience of the faith among all nations for his name, among whom ye are called, you are also the called of Jesus Christ to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So the, the distinction I want to point out is that uh, Paul is telling everyone in Rome that they're called to be saints and that they're beloved of God. Uh, but not every saint is a servant. Um, Paul is, is, comes out and says, I'm a servant of God. You're all, you're all called to be saints. Everybody, everybody should be saved. Um, everybody should be a, a, a servant as well, but, but that's optional um, in, in many regards. You, you, can, you don't have to serve God uh, in this life. You can choose to. Um, yeah, Becoming a saint occurs when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, but a servant chooses to serve his Lord. Um, Paul often calls out various servants uh, in his letters to the churches, uh, often in the salutations uh, at the end of his letters. And at the end of Romans, he says, uh, To God only wise uh, be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Written to the Romans from uh, Corinthus and sent by Phoebe, servant of the church at uh, Synchronia. You guys should join my Bible study. He'll mispronounce names all the time. Uh, as Jared. Jared can testify. He's up there. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Colossians 4.12. Uh, Epaphras, uh, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Um, Paul also lists being a servant as a requirement for leadership in 2 Timothy 2. Um, in uh, verses uh, 20 through 26. Uh, but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and earth, and some honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, to them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Um, so if we follow the example of Paul's life and how he served Jesus Christ, um, let's, let's pull out a few key takeaways. Uh, so, first of all, Paul was bold to preach Christ wherever he went, but he was also bold to proclaim that he was a servant. Um, I think uh, um, um, I, you, you see a little bit of that like uh, in social media where they'll have their name, their, their handle, and then it's uh, the list like, you know, uh, father, pastor, coffee drinker, etc. Right? Like you, you see a little bit of kind of the labels that they, that they address themselves. Um, you know, if I were to start, I'm Guy, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to serve coffee. You know, that's kind of a, it's weird in our current vernacular, but I don't know if it's, it's, uh, it's, it's wrong. Um, uh, something else, Paul was not a burden. Paul was a servant, but he was not a burden to those that went, uh, that he went to serve and encourage. Uh, he was a tent maker, he worked hard, um, and he did not expect to get paid, um, uh, in Second Second Corinthians uh, eleven seven through nine, 
Um, I've commended, I've committed an offense in abasing myself that ye might be exalted, because I have preached unto you the gospel of God freely. I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. And when I was present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man for that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplied. And in all things I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, and so will I keep myself. Paul was intentional as a servant, as, um, as, as an authority, but as a servant, he was intentional about not being a burden, to not be a financial burden. Um, and I think that's, I think that's uh, very apropos. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of great courses you can take um, on stuff, but you've got to pay, right? And, and I think there's something um, beautiful in, in a mature church supplying that teacher, as it were, and, um, and yeah, there's not, there's not an ex- expectation of a fee um, for that teaching, for that encouragement. Um, so Paul did not worry about his physical body being harmed uh, when it, if it meant the gospel would go forth. Uh, he was often physically harmed uh, when serving Christ. Uh, in 2 Corinthians 11, uh, verses 23 through 29, he lists them all out. Maybe not all of them, but he lists a lot of them out. Uh, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In laborers, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequent. In deaths, oft. Well, I think one would be enough, but he gets, he gets more than one. Um, of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I've been in the deep. In, oh, it's got, it's, uh, yeah, it's death. Um, in journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in, witness, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is weak? Am I not weak? Who is offended? And I burn not? Um, Paul says that it's only reasonable uh, that our bodies are going to get harmed for the cause of Christ. Um, Romans 12.1 I beseech you, brethren, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. We, uh, uh, in America at least, we, we're unique in that. Persecution's not a, not a real thing, uh, by and large. There's some some stuff, but we're not there yet. Um, praise God for that. Um, but you know, if it turns, are we gonna are we gonna have the testimony of Job that um, that we're servants of God, even if um, even if you lose everything and your health, oh, and all your friends are pretty convinced you did something wrong. Uh, you know, um, are you gonna are you gonna wish for you not you never to be born and um, and then, and then when God shows up, um, Job's just—he's silenced. There's no, there's no. Uh, the whole time, Job's, Job's very much, you know, if I could just talk to God about this, um, um, about what's going on, boy, we, you know, we'd figure it out, we'd settle it, and and God shows up, and 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 the, and God asks some questions that um, are above Job, Job's uh, pay grade. And, um, you know, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? How do you know what's going on? And Job, you know what? I'm nothing. And, 
um, that we would have that testimony. We don't, we don't know what's going on um, this side of eternity, and um, it's not our job to know what's going on. It's our job to obey, um, and that hurts. That can, that can hurt. Uh, but uh, would we have the patience of Job uh, to trust God uh, no matter the circumstances? And, um, you know, and, and Job, Job, the confidence of Job in that, um, you know, I know that I will see God in my flesh, right? Job had that promise. Job knew uh, that, that he would stand before God again. He, he, had, that, he had that testimony. And uh, we, need to, we need to have the same, that same boldness. I used to think Job was a job. Line is, uh, you guys know what I'm talking about? I think it's a great line. Um, my daughter really, really likes that line. But not the best song on the album, but anyways. Um, so yeah, so the whole reason God purchased you and made you part of his family uh, is that you, you so that you could worship and serve him. Uh, you are bought with a price. Um, you, like I said, and we're in a volunteer army in many ways, right? You signed up for the army. One day you're going to get pulled, uh, but uh, you can slack off right now. Uh, but, but Ephesians uh, two eight eight uh, eight through ten, I think. Right? Um, for by grace are you saved through faith, and not and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Um, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Uh, we are saved to do good works. Uh, we're not saved by our good works, but once we're saved, uh, we, that's, that's where that, that heart comes towards, that heart attitude comes towards, is to serve God. Um, look at what I get to do because I get to serve the king. I'm, I'm a child of the king. Um, uh, so don't waste the opportunity you've been given. Um, we have the opportunity to serve Jesus Christ here at this local body and maybe around the world um, if, if uh, we're kind of we're kind of stalled out from traveling right now uh, but but you can still serve you, you don't have to you can, you can do in fact you should do that here um, you need to practice that here so that you when God calls the answer is yes sir and uh, I get to go out right I remember I remember um, Back at KCBT, at oh, they call it the summit, but before it's called the summit, what they call it? World outreach. World outreach, and I remember that world outreach um, where the they were doing a focus on on reaching the world, mm-hmm. clearly. But <laughs> but I remember th- I remember thinking to myself, I was a new Christian at the time. Um, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, what about the city? And it was shortly thereafter that. Um, that the the burden for for Midtown uh, grew in Sam and mm-hmm. and here we are. But right, like there's a there's a there's a call, there's an intentionality, and then there's a lot of work. And praise God for that. We get to we get to we get to do that. Um, there's there's um, there is satis- something I try to instill in my kids. Um, everybody really, but really my kids is that there is satisfaction in doing hard work and accomplishing something, Amen. right? Like, like that's, I'm a software engineer by trade, and so you can, you can, it can be very frustrating to, <laughs> to type, and you don't really see the product in a, in a sense, right? I'm wearing one, but you don't, like, right, like you don't, uh, it's different. Um, whereas, um, 
pouring concrete or or applying spray foam to a basement wall that wasn't made for it, right? <laughs> These things are very tangible, and seeing that work um, is 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 wonderful. At the same time, those intangible things are are maybe more special, right? There are souls that um, have been affected that I don't know about, Amen. that I, um, like I said, this side of eternity. I remember when uh, foam was given um, the update from Boston, and... Um, Foam was foam lived with us for I'm probably saying her name wrong again. Names are not my strong suit biblically or uh, any culturally, but we always we always called her uh, foam, which is not right. And we, anyways, side note. But um, but she's like, oh, there's a guy named Melissa, right? And that uh, was super sweet. Um, and um, and yeah, that was that's awesome that 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 she has gone forward and. Um, look at look at what you, look at what God's done, right? That's that's. Anyways, it was touched my heart. Um, where am I? Um, so we see the example of two servants uh, that God used mightily, and uh, maybe you're not serving anywhere, um, but maybe you see that you need to. Um, so where can you serve? And I am very glad you guys asked that question. Um, so family fun night is this Tuesday. Um, uh, they mentioned the Faxon, uh, thing. There's also, we're not doing a, uh, trunk or treat this year. We're doing a family fun night. So in lieu of trunks decorated, we're going to have tables decorated. We need workers for that. We still have tables available. Uh, the hope is to have, uh, the hope and intent is to have a good time for kids to have a, have a Halloween party as it were. Um, so talk to me. Um, I'm, I'm, uh organizing that, helping organize that. Um, do you guys like to make coffee? Do you enjoy drinking coffee and talking to people? Um, cafe would be a perfect fit for you. Uh, we need help in the cafe. Um, especially people who like to get up early. Uh, Kid Town. Uh, more workers are always needed in Kid Town. Um, Sam is often mentioned uh, that you know wiping butts is one of the most strategic ways to serve. Uh, mom and dad's uh, need to uh, need to be able to worship and uh, learn distraction free. Um, I know with like there's no Zoom classes right now, and um, yeah, anyways, it can be a challenge uh, with with kid time and the word schedule and um, the practicality of um, yeah what what we have right now. So it's we need workers. Um, hospitality, uh, serving the coffee and donuts, uh, opening doors, seating people. Uh, sometimes helping people out, um, all that, all that's necessary. We need need more workers for that security. Uh, we live in a fallen world, and not everybody has good intentions. Some of them even have bad intentions. Um, more workers are needed. We need we need uh, we need people to share the load, share the burden. Um, something that's that's uh, important is wherever you're serving, um, be intentional. Uh, don't just don't just show up and be passive. Don't just like we don't need gravity. Uh, we don't need your butt in a in a pew to hold down the pew. Gravity does great. We don't need a warm body for the sake of holding a door open. We kind of do, but but right like you need to be there. You need to do your job with excellence. So wherever you're serving, serve serve fully. Make full proof of that ministry. Um, don't uh, don't be slack. Um, yeah, whatever God has called. God, whatever God has called you for, do that with excellence. Uh, Colossians three, 
uh, verses 23 through 24. It says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not unto men. So if I'm serving coffee, I'm not serving coffee uh, to somebody who is touching the coffee pot when they shouldn't be, uh, right? I am, I'm serving, right? I am, this is a cup of, this is a cup of coffee to Jesus. I need to make this uh, as good, as good as I can. Um, I will say it's, it's easy as someone who is intentional about serving. Um, it's, it can be easy to, um, serve out of the flesh, right? To, um, to clock in as it were. And I got to check my heart, um, Every day, but but there are seasons where it's, you know, I gotta. Um, it can just be a well. This is what I need to do, um, and that's the wrong heart attitude. I gotta I gotta do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, um, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. You're not serving coffee. Um, you're not holding that door open uh, for to please that man. You're you're doing it to honor the King. Um, so do it with excellence. Um, and also, don't be dispelled with small gains. Uh, things take time. You may think that your job that you're doing doesn't matter, and I guarantee you that it does. Um, you may not know it. You may not see it. You may not have proof of that uh, for 100 years. Uh, but do not, um, do not dispute. Do not dispel. Um, every every, every uh, small gain is, good, is a good gain. Uh, God proves things with time. Uh, Israel was in the wilderness for 40 years. Moses killed a man, uh, then fled and herded sheep for 40 years before God uh, began to use him. And he was 80 uh, when, when he got the call, right? When he, or when he responded to the call. Um, Saul was murdering Christians. And yet, uh, um, God's still able to use him. Um, so, uh, God expects you to be faithful uh, for what he has for you. So respond to that wherever you're at. Do that fully. Um, so maybe you're listening to this and you don't know what it means to have a relationship with God. Uh, you don't know that you're a part of God's family. Um, have you personally accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Maybe you've been working hard at church to please God, uh, but you've never accepted uh, Christ's sacrifice for your life. Maybe you're like Saul. You think you're doing God's work uh, killing Christians um, or fill in the blank, right? I'd like to think that killing people is obviously not the right thing, but but there are worldviews that would teach you otherwise. So we got to be careful. There's uh, if you don't have that if you don't have that ontic referring to the Bible, anything goes. Because why not? Um, so, um, but yeah, maybe maybe that's where you're at. Uh, but you've never accepted Christ's sacrifice. You've never seen. You've never met with Jesus Christ. Um, you can't please God with your good works. Um, Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. You have to God, come to God on his terms. So, um, yeah, if you've never done that, today's the day of salvation. Um, uh, yesterday in uh, Servant Leadership, Chris Best made the, made the comment that um, uh, the, the only happy people in church are servants uh, because they don't have any expectations, right? Uh, they just show up and do what they're told. And... Um, and there's, there's a beauty in that, that, that dying to self um, frees you uh, to be able to serve, to be able to worship. Uh, you can't offend a dead man. Um, so, Lord, uh, we just thank you for today. God, we thank you for this morning and uh, this chance to look at 
what a servant means, God, the examples that you have recorded for us, Lord. Uh, please help us to serve uh, faithfully, to serve intentionally, and um, to um, serve in, serve you, God. Uh, you serve the Lord Christ, God. We wish we we seek to serve you, Lord. Would you bless our mornings? Uh, would you keep us safe? Um, we love you, Lord. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen.